We should, do, we should do so many things. Patreon be one of them. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Another episode of Moving Man. Then we're still doing this. Hi. Yeah. In case you're still recording. Yeah. To your great dismay. Yeah. Despite your best efforts. Hey, haters. You <laughs> we, thought we'd quit. Yeah. We thought we'd, we'd be like one of those several podcasts that starts up and then just goes away. Nah. Not naming any names. <laughs> we're gonna be here for the long haul, yeah. and then and then one of these days we're gonna die, right. and then then you're gonna find all these these incredible episodes that's right that's and right. you're gonna feel bad right you're gonna be like we should have given them their flowers mm-hmm. yeah but until then hi i want to be host damien with me as always my co-host it's me bam wouldn't it be funny if you like you weren't here one week and then oh, i can't say with me as always void, anymore the void. yeah it's like yeah. well i mean i imagine i'd get somebody else like no you'd record these by yourself right you just come into the into yeah the I, like speak every, to nobody and just like hopefully. it's like uh nathan fielder in the rehearsal like i i prep what i right, think the episode is right, gonna right, be right, right, there's right, actually right. a guy who plays fake bam who comes here okay the day before interesting, interesting. and then i i do the banter i thought you're gonna do like a bill burr or mark maron where you just like for 20 minutes rattle on off mm. all your thoughts right yeah which bothers me that somebody can do that but i guess whatever. yeah like i've listened because i've always heard this this what the fuck mark maron podcast is yeah. amazing and i it's always no, it's amazing but you gotta skip the first 20 minutes bro when that's just the thing airing out his grievances because it was like i i see him like he interviews obama he interviews yeah. jerry oh, Sanders, like all these amazing yeah. place like and he, he has these great but interviews the first 20 minutes is just nonsense i heard one like i, I said let me just listen to one of these fully for once and it was him talking about him going to a gas station and then he accidentally like picked his nose and then he thought he had covid and they had to go get tested and i was like this is not what is this you ever heard pendulet's podcasts yes those are good those are they're good but it's also like it's him talking and then there's a bunch of people around him right just like kind of but you know what pendulet is an interesting person he's he's, (laughs) he's fascinating (laughs) that man had a whole career where his co-host said nothing that's he's he's very used to being on stage by himself (laughs) right um speaking of people who are used to being Being things by themselves yes valentine's day can be a lonely time you weren't sure i was going with that (laughs) I was like, what segue yeah. is Damien? Valentine's Day can be a lonely time for a lot of people. Yeah. And in those times, maybe it's... Not good. us, though. We got partners. <laughs> we got partners. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Imagine if either one of us has a rift by oh, the time damn. this comes damn. out. Damn. Yeah. In the streets alone. It's harder for me because, like, there's legal stuff you got to go yeah. through yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah, break you, up. You, you got to pay the, the fine for that. Yeah, exactly. I ain't, like, this ring costs too much money. I ain't I'm going... Done give this up for nothing you're, 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 you're in um, the sunk cost fallacy right exactly <laughs> you spent too much at this point hey <laughs> listen at least 15 years after this thing <laughs> gotta write um, this up baby yeah um, but if if you are feeling lonely on Valentine's Day maybe it's not sucks the, to be you it, <laughs> maybe it's not the best thing to watch the films that we're gonna talk about today Probably but not. sometimes just in, you know being able to see love played out on the screen it can be a comfort to some people mm-hmm. and if you're looking for something to cuddle up with your significant other with we got some movies to talk about with you today baby. this is volume two 
of the movie Great, Mandem. Greatest love stories ever told. Greatest love stories ever told. We do this every year, folks. Yeah. Like, you might not know this. You might have maybe just started listening to the podcast mm-hmm. like five, six episodes ago. And you should go back into our back catalog as we work this shit out. Yeah. But like last February. <laughs> There's a lot of work and shit out. A lot of work like. and shit out. Um, but uh, last well, Valentine's, yeah, we just decided upon ourselves every year for mm-hmm. the foreseeable future of movie Mandem until we inevitably go through our hollow notes um, right for it. <laughs> Um, we are going to pick two romantic movies every year. Mm-hmm. Damon picks one, I pick one, yep. and then we go head to head, battling that thing out, seeing which one is good. Now, remind me what yours was last year. Uh, ten things I hate about you. Right, right, right. Yes, right. Shakespeare brought to the modern day right. of the nineties. Yeah. Um, Bam. What's up? Likes his nineties movies. I sure do. Because he's picked another one for so this year. Damon, as this podcast continues, you will find. Like 90s, 90s rom-coms are really my sweet spot. But it's good because that's that's 90s are a blind spot to me because I was learning how to walk. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, by the way, I'm just looking at this. John David Washington is reportedly being considered for the role of Kang in the MCU. Uh, sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to... Listen, ev- listen, every black man, y- yippee and skippied. <laughs> <laughs> when, when that when that court case got... Coleman Domingo's agent was just like, hey, hey Kevin buddy. Feige, what's up? Right. We love baseball caps too, right? Yeah. Um, no. So you're, you you have he, like he's playing what Joe Jackson? Time for another famous villain, man. Right. Guy. Come on. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're talking greatest love stories ever made, and um, I promise one of these years we're gonna pick something that doesn't feature white people. But one day this year, unfortunately, we're talking about. Um, shall I say your film, and then I say my film? Sure. Okay. We're talking about. Hey, I married an axe murderer. Is that so your? So I married an axe murderer. I'm so sorry. So Don't you dare. I'm so sorry. Two very eclectic choices. Yeah. So I married an axe murderer. Of course, La La Land. La La Land. <laughs> by, by my good friend Damien over here. Right. Yeah. Damien Chazelle. Yeah. The Damien's we stick together. I know. Yeah. Um, is that why you chose this? You. No, it's not why. It's That's the only reason. Yeah. Why. But it is spelled correctly. He spells it the that's, way I do, fine. which is how you're supposed to that's do fine. it. Um, yeah, and I feel like last year we we were very much like aligned on them. Like these are two movies we would definitely watch yeah. and 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 you know hold very heavily in our hearts. Right, but this year, though, this year I feel like a rift between would, us. it's not. I wouldn't call it a rift. Shaky waters. I would call yeah. it like it's it's there's some finding out about your partner's interests. Right, <laughs> in we're, we're in the growing pains of right, it because right, now right, it's just right, like, right. oh, that's you do. This is how you crunch. Yeah, that's, that's how you get down. Yeah, mm-hmm. this this I didn't know that that is how you know you ate food. That's sure, a little sure, 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 bothersome sure. to me. Oh, you right. snore. Mm, okay, mm, mm. Mm, 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 I guess I can live with that. I'll just yeah. wear earplugs. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm getting a, more of a sense of your taste as we do this this podcast. And um, what do you want to start with? You want to start with. Axe Murder or La La Land? Uh, sure, me first. Why not? Okay, sure. So, yeah. Um, Bam says, here's this movie I want you to watch. Yeah. It's called So I Married an Axe Murderer. You've seen it, right? Yeah. And I was like, no. You're like, what's that now? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think this one was on, uh, like, Showtime as much. No, um, this, is, uh, this is more a Cinemax. Yeah. Kind of early morning Cinemax. Maybe uh, Yeah. Maybe VH1 will play. Do you remember when VH1 plays? I remember when VH1 played movies, movies yeah. yeah. But it it's um it it is funny because both movies ha- have a similar beginning, uh, whereas both movies have a, a steady one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, La La mm-hmm. Land mm-hmm. is this very complex thing. They both take place in like bars and clubs. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Lots of those. Yeah. But in this movie, both it starts charming white people. <laughs> it starts with um like the the 
camera is steadily moving throughout a cafe yeah, and you're yeah. seeing this one shot and this is like you're, you're seeing a coffee mug being washed a coffee mug like they make a, they make two cups of coffee they put those two cups of coffee in a bigger cup of coffee mm-hmm. and then they bring this big cup of coffee to this little guy mm-hmm. played by mike miles mm-hmm. and he makes a big joke about it yep. um and mike miles he's playing a poet yeah in this movie and he is i wouldn't say he's he's an incel because he does date Quite no, a he, lot. He, he, he be industry's fucking. Right. He, he, he's he afraid is. to commit. He's afraid to commit. But he's not. He, he be fucking. Deeply paranoid person. Yeah. Um, and uh, one form of his poetry is after. After every girlfriend breaks up with him. Yeah. He decides to make a diss track. Right. And <laughs> he, he, he goes up on the stage. He's just like, guys, another one. Right. And he does his whole big. And everyone like, in the club is like, yes, of course. This right. Song. Yeah. And like uh, he has the woman's picture up. Right. You know, and it's like, right. this is pre-Facebook, so he can't just yeah. go out and, and, you know, write a scathing yeah, post ha- about he her. He had those pictures, like, like printed. And brought yeah, and he, he has a whole audience for it, and they're just, like, snapping along right. and, and everything. And I just felt like, you know, he, he has a friend in the movie uh, played by Anthony LaPaglia. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. Uh, Tony's a policeman. Mm-hmm. And, and Tony's like... You never give anybody a chance, right? You know, you're always jumping to conclusions. No, when 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 he when he like realizes he's in love with a person, right? His brain is like, let me overanalyze this right. to fullest now, and it's to his detriment. And and so Mike Myers is playing a guy named Charlie, mm-hmm. and it's like. But then before I go ahead, isn't it amazing that mm-hmm. in the '90s San Francisco economy, <laughs> one could simply be a poet, and that is your job? Oh he man, he seems to go to it once a week. I'm so happy he does you a said song, this and like this nigga does not work. Yeah, <laughs> there is no job in between this. He's just walking around about town, going. Yeah. About, he seems like he's just got everything under control. Yeah. He has a pretty decent apartment. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's like. He's okay, just a poet though. Like, I he has no job no, outside no. this. I write, I write professionally, right. I have my things published. Yes. You do not make a living off no, of no, that. No, shit. no, 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 not at all. No. Um, you, you his, need to his have sweetheart Harriet in this owns a butchery, right? A good actual job. Uh, she, she has regular customers. Yes, that butcher busy. shop is full, full yes. to the brim. Everyone is like, it's it, like they're. they're like you're at a bar on a Friday night yeah. trying to get the bartender's attention. Yeah. That is her, but yeah. with meat. meat yeah. She has to, like this random stranger, Charlie, comes into her shop and then she's like, I'm going to put you to work yeah. because I need help here. She be- she seems a bit flustered. And yeah. and Charlie in, you know, everyone wants a man to, to do labor for her. That's that's the key to any woman's right, heart, obviously. Right. So Charlie offers free labor just, just to like, a hang out and flirt with her. How much of that? How much help did he give her though? Because he's just doing bits. With he's the meat. mostly doing bits, but he's handing the meat to them eventually. Right, but yeah. he has to do his his tight five. I mean, he over did each piece of haggis. Hurl or a piece of meat at somebody right. by mistake, and I guess she just got free meat. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Give that back? It's yeah. got everybody's fingerprints on it. After he does his like his like little bit where he pretends like his guts are falling off. Right. Yeah. Is that not like half price on the meat? But yeah, I would imagine he's, he's, so. He, he is keeping spirits. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, I don't. If the health inspector walked in and Bro, just saw, mm, I don't think great, you're gonna. Today. be yeah. open the next day yeah um but no i so i felt bad for the woman that he does his beat poetry about right because the theme of the movie being that he needs to kind of get over himself and accept people as they are and and you know the lesson that he's be ready for a long-term relationship right <laughs> and not like look for any excuse to cut things off yeah because he he calls another woman a thief what if she just borrowed something and and thought it was okay because of yeah. where she thought their relationship was. Right. Damien, you don't understand. One woman smelled like soup. One woman what? Smelled like soup. She did smell like soup, Absolutely. yeah. And that was a problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, which reminds me of the holdovers with um, Paul Giamatti smelling like fish. Um, 
but like the 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 movie like it it wears its plot on its sleeve in its title yeah um so i married an no nice i i like what like when I see the word La La Land, I'm like, what the fuck's that about? Right. But when I hear so I married an axe murderer, uh, uh, bam, it's about L A La La Land. Oh, I thought it was like a dream. Scene. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's that as well. Oh. It's the, it's the land of of singing and right, dancing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I saw <laughs> when you see the so I married an axe murderer, you go, you know what you're getting. You're like, oh, okay. Hmm, that A sounds like a joke setup. Right. And B, oh, you married an axe murderer, did right. you? How fascinating. Mm-hmm. What, what what's an entertaining premise? Yeah. Now, unless this is like, I don't know, some terrible thriller of some kind, mm. you know exactly what you get. It's either a right. thriller or a comedy. You right. have to know. Yeah. And it has Mike Myers, so it's a comedy. It's probably a comedy. <laughs> In the 90s, yeah. He wasn't yeah. doing anything avant-garde. Yeah. Um, he was crushing over Wayne's world. He was crushing over Saturday Night Live. People yes. knew what they were getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, was, he was a star. Um, so, yeah, he meets Harriet. Um, he buys haggis from her because in the in the film he's got uh, Scottish Such parents. Yeah. Um, they are them, very Scottish. One of them played by him. He plays his own father, and he's doing. Mike Myers in dual dual roles, is it? Yeah, I mean, what a thing! Yeah. You know, him and Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. um, doing his Shrek impression. Pre Shrek. Yeah. Pre Shrek, yeah. Before he was even considered for Shrek, because he wasn't the guy for Shrek. Chris Farley. Yeah, Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek, yeah. and then. And then I did a bit of drugs. Somebody in in the after Chris Farley unfortunately passed away. Somebody was just like, so there's this movie. So I married an axe murderer. Right. Mike Myers plays his dad, and yeah. get this, right. his dad Scottish. You're Scottish. Gonna, maybe we should get this guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he, you can view the the pre animations, the pre, the previs of Chris Farley doing his voice. Yeah. It's not Scottish. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just a Chris Friday voice. Yeah. So he meets up with Harriet and he he, he fancies her because uh, Mike Myers, as much as, or, or Charlie, as much as he is a poet, right. uh, um, you know, he's a goofball. You're he goof, likes to. Goof, goof, goof. I got um, like a low key uh, Jim Carrey kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's uh, got these kind of like catchphrases like Jim Carrey would have yeah. in um, Pet Detective right. and, and right. all those things. No, um, that's the way to anybody's heart, Damon. Right, yeah. Heart. And it's the way to Harriet's heart because she's also a bit of a goofball herself. Yeah. Like, they they are comedy simpatico. Yeah. Uh, a chemistry, one could say. They what, do have what, quite what chemistry. What a novel idea. Yeah. Two and characters having chemistry. They have chemistry. They do like each other. But uh, he just can't can't seem to get over something. No. He, he does at first. Yeah. He's really into Harriet at first. And you, you have to imply that, like, this is how he is with all of his girlfriends mm-hmm. until he gets in too deep. And he's just like... Hmm, but what if though? Yeah. Yeah. There's a scene where it's it's him, uh, Tony, Tony's girlfriend Susan and Harriet, and they're all playing this game. Uh, it's like, would you rather? But both of the options are terrible. Yes. And and Susan, like she's she plays, but she doesn't really play the game. Right. Like she's 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 the person who was not the class clown in no, school. She no, was no. a pretty girl. She, she didn't have she, to make she jokes. She doesn't know how jokes work. Right. And yeah. and you know Harriet and Charlie. That's the moment where I feel like they were most like. Yeah, we're made for each other. Yeah. Like this, what's out there could be a Susan. Yeah. You don't want right, a Susan. Right, right, right. Yeah. Look at the other fish in the sea. Over right, there. it's not so great. <laughs> we got a good thing going on yeah. here. Um, and another, so so everything's going well, and it just so happens that Charlie is raised by hyper paranoid parents. Yes, one reads, of them. Uh, 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 reads reads the Inquirer. Reads mom. <laughs> reads all those tabloids that talk about Bigfoot and Elvis being mm-hmm. spotted, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them played by the Pigeon Lady. Yes. From Home Alone yes. 2. Yes, Brenda Fricker herself. Yeah. Great name, Brenda um, Fricker. 
Brenda Fricker, and if you look at her IMDb um, photo, it yeah. is haunting. Yeah, she is over like some Irish valet <laughs> staring at a sea monster. She has a, a black shawl over her head, yeah, like yeah. pitch black, like yeah. she came from the ether. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the mom in um, My Left Foot. Is she? Anna Day-Lewis's okay. mom. Okay, wow, she's I didn't know that. Yeah, she, I didn't, and I've only ever seen her as um, the the pigeon the pigeon lady. So, but apparently, she's had quite a career. Yeah, she's great. Um, Sexually harasses uh, Tony. Tony. In this <laughs> sure does several times. Really, really goes for that for that for that booty. Yeah, <laughs> like there's a moment where uh, Charlie, who has brought Tony over to spend time with his parents, because you know they're best friends and everything. Yeah. And then Tony's like getting ready to leave. He goes for the peck on the cheek. Right. For, from, she um, pulls him right in. Pulls him right in and yeah. like fondles that booty a bit. Full on tongue, tongues him right. for like thirty seconds. Right, and she pulls back. She's like, Tony, get in. To be real sexy, wee bastard, yeah. aren't you? Staring him down the entire time as right. he's walking away, right. eyes are locked on yeah. him. Gives like one of the horniest stares in cinema. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she came to play. Yeah. Um, and it's because of that paranoia which explains why Charlie is the way that. Yeah, he is. you really see why Charlie is the way he is. Yeah, and one of the tabloids <laughs> that he happens to spot is, is talking about this mystery woman, Mrs. X. Yeah. And it lists the. Three a real a real Debbie from Adam's Family Values type, right? Where yeah. she goes around to and fro, marries or gets a boyfriend and kills him. Yeah, and and the the three persons that are mentioned happen to be names that Harriet has brought up in their short time yes. together. Um, so he, his paranoid self, is thinking, could this woman mm-hmm. who I have fallen for be a, a murderer? murderer? Right. Okay. Um, and, and that starts to be the cracks in the foundation. Uh, you know, the, he he's like throwing her little tests. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to get Tony, the cop friend, to look into the, yeah. the deaths and everything. And um, you know, I I really liked their chemistry, and I did feel like this is like a hyper look at it. But but this does happen in relationships. Yeah, yeah. You know, you 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 have an idea of somebody, then maybe somebody mentions something about them, and you can't get out out mm-hmm, of your brain. Mm-hmm. And then he does the stupid thing of like. You know, breaking it off before he can get hurt, protecting yeah. his own I, feelings. I, like, kind I of do thing. feel generally bad when yeah. they start like fighting with his paranoia. Yeah, like because like you watch this movie and it's short and sweet. It's like a nice, lovely ninety minutes. Yeah, it is. And like in twenty minutes, they're already like in love. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you, you, you get a feel for both characters. Yeah, you like I, I found they're, they're not great dates. But I found yeah. Charlie kind of like I, I found him. I like if I knew Charlie in real life, he'd probably annoy me. But I thought she genuinely liked him. Right. Right. And I thought that was good. Um, Damon, here's mm. my hot take about Charlie. Okay. So, like, I once, I once dated somebody, and like, as 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 a movie man named I want to do, mm-hmm. I was like, so what are like your favorite movies? Mm-hmm. And she was like almost taken aback by the question, because she was like a mysterious person mm-hmm. by nature, and she was like. You know, I generally have to think about that before I tell you. I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was just like a casual question one one, one asks a person, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, although it can lead to like deeper choices or whatever, she's just like, I'll think about that. Anyway, two weeks later, she comes back to me mm-hmm. and she's just, and she says, these are the three movies I most see myself in. Uh-huh. So it's not my favorite movies. It's, she rephrases it. That's a deeper level yeah, of thinking about like that the, question. The, so when she says that, yeah. that really had like a kind of profound like, oh, I don't even consider looking for myself mm-hmm. in movies. Right. And like, but as she said that, I then had to think, oh, wait, what movies, like, do I see facets of myself in now that you mention it? Mm-hmm. And like, 
my top three movies, like, I love them and they, I feel I feel they've all had a profound effect on me. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself in any of those characters right. in it, but they've they've they have affected me the most. I would say as as films. Mm-hmm. So then I actually had to like stop and think about it. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put in the calendar. The movie we do next year is is gonna be another film that I clearly see. Oh, that is me. Okay. And it also happens to be a rom com. Uh-huh. But first, but the first film to do that where I go, oh look, that's kind of me staring back at me. Mm-hmm. Is so I married an axe murderer. Mm-hmm. I see myself in Charlie deeply. Right. And I don't know if it's that I saw this at like six or seven years old. And it's the first time I saw that kind of flirting. Right. That like goofball flirting, like like do a silly little voice right, or right. dance and mm-hmm. a girl will like you. Yeah. Like previous to that is it was always like very stereotypical charming men kind of flirting mm-hmm. with women. And it's the first time I saw like as a kid I remember seeing like this flirting is different mm-hmm. from other flirting. I like that. I can do that. Yeah. And throughout like my teenage years this is essentially how I how I like like chatted up yeah. and chucked women. I was doing Charlie S bits. Yeah. And like you, you made yourself more inviting yes. by by not not even like making yourself the butt of the joke, just like being being a goofball be a little eccentric with, with yeah and and not like being a goofball to the point of you're childish yeah like you have a little bit of edge yeah, to your yeah. little naughty yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah i get it, that it's 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 smart childish it's, right it, it's yes. playful it's playful <laughs> affable one might yes, say yes, right yes. Mm. so like um yeah this is just one of those movies where like i saw it as a kid yeah and like i did not put it into words but it was not until years later dating that person yeah, yeah. where she made me think about it and it made me realize oh this is that's what she means yes, this is this, what this, means. this this is that character which yeah. i think that i i you're you're making me want to think about the characters that i most see myself as yeah. um i mean there's there's ones that like my my wife will watch something and be like the only reason I love this character so much is because they remind me of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll hear it and I'm just like, I, okay, I can see it. I don't really feel that great about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, you but gotta be really introspective. That's the problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> like my, my, one of my problems is that I, I can be so sarcastic to right. the point where I could hurt somebody's feelings yes. and I really don't mean to. That's right. not ever the intention. It's, it's simply how you interact. And it's, yes, it's like, no, but wait, don't, aren't you in on the joke? Yeah. Like, the, the, like I'm, I'm, I'm ribbing you. Come, right, come now, you know? stop crying. Yes, exactly. <laughs> come off the floor. <laughs> um, those should be tears of joy, not right. tears of despair. Um, and like she Kicking will. Her in the stomach. You can't take a joke. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm not. I've never kicked anybody in the stomach for crying after something <laughs> I've said. Um, but like those characters, she will be like, you know, the smart Alex. Um, the Alec Baldwin. <laughs> It's the second time you've mentioned Alec Baldwin today, and I have to like. It's hard because he just got what was it indicted? Uh, oh yeah, which he shouldn't. Right, <laughs> he shouldn't. Honestly, you know, it was. Did he load the gun, guys? Come on, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but yeah, like those those characters that um they it's 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 almost like they're guarded, like they don't show their true emotions, right. and they're constantly making jokes. <laughs> you gotta break them down first, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I really appreciate that analysis of Charlie because I thought I think he was sweet. 
Um, I think he, he he was. I think in the beginning, I was more like. I could see the lesson that he had to learn by the end, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which. We'll get into the 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 end of the film. The, the axe murdering. The axe murdering of the film, um, because there's a certain point where I the movie I think wanted me to think it was going one way. Right. But if it had gone that way, right. then his lesson wouldn't have been no, learned. So yeah, it wouldn't yeah, have made sense. Yeah. Um, no, there's a little little twist. Yeah. Little twist. So before we get to that, I want to talk about the other <laughs> the other movie which I thought was very very funny. Okay. Um, which is. Tony, who is a policeman yes. in a movie. Yes, and yes, yes. He is miserable. Sure. Because he has this expectation that this as a policeman, he is, what's his name, from Hot Fuzz, Nick Frost's character. Yes, yes, yes. Who wants to do the one-liners, who right. wants to do the, the car chases. Yeah, he, he wants, wants an angry boss, an right. angry court, court captain. Yeah. And his dad, not his dad, um, his boss. Alan Arkin himself. Played by Alan Arkin, who does a great angry Crushing policeman, it, bro. right? And, um, but for now, he's like the sweetest boss. Yeah, like he... <laughs> He has that thing that bosses don't typically have where he like Empathy? he sees that Tony <laughs> is having a bad day and he just like he looks like he drops everything to just like hey Tony what's going on I mean how are you okay like My favorite deployment what's, what's going on man you're 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 doing well your your numbers are up yeah. what's what's got you down yeah. pal and he's just like you think you could like abuse me a little bit like right. And and like then those police chiefs in eighties cop shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like this is not what I expected when I took this job. And what I love about it is this movie actually seems to have a more realistic portrayal of police work than most movies <laughs> because he Tony's like, I want you to threaten to report me to the commissioner. And Alan Arkin goes, Well, I don't really report to the commissioner. It's more <laughs> like a. A, a quorum of of persons <laughs> yeah. like on a committee, and it's like you see, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like how Michael's and Vinny is supposedly one of the most accurate legal dramas or legal movies. Um, anyway, so they have that segment where he informs Alan Arkin that this is how he'd like to be treated. Yeah. And then it cuts to later where Alan Arkin comes out the gate uh, out of his office yelling at Tony, yeah. reprimanding him for looking into this Mrs. X case. Right. Um, and then, you know, Tony leaves Then he comes right back into the room and he's just like, so did I do okay? Is that what yeah, you wanted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did Alan Arkin do a good acting? Right. Job? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and it's like you're watching Alan Arkin in a movie be like, you know, second guessing his performance. Yes. <laughs> um, and you know, I don't know if it's too early for the the pick, but that's my pack. That is my pack. Listen, I do wrong, you. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's an excellent pick. I, I I I too would have him, but you know who like really got me going. Mm-hmm. Um. As our second Phil Hartman movie, mm-hmm. Officer Vicky yeah. at Alcatraz <laughs> in his one little scene, yeah. and this is that great point in 90s comedies, especially SNL comedies, yeah. where if an SNL if an SNL per- character got to have their own movie, mm-hmm. guess what? All the, all the top members of the cast, they're doing their little bit parts right here and there, yeah. and Phil Hartman comes in and does a speech... About somebody who had a prison bitch Mm -hmm. who got their, and I quote, ocular cavities taken out. Mm -hmm. And he delivers this whimsical little jail story. Yeah. Just like one off again for this crowd. And the button on the joke is Tony and Charlie go to this tour so Mm -hmm. many times. 
that they are actively happy that they got off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicky yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Vicky's the best on he's this the best, day. Yeah. Like, it's a very, like, it's, 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 it's like yeah. he does this story and he always spins a new tale every time. No, he, w- he was definitely good, right? Like, if not for the Alan Arkin of it all. Yeah. Um, Phil Hartman, his, his role in this is good. Also good is Charles Grodin. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so like, there's a point. T- yeah, t- Tony is is doing the best, the best of cops. Like, cop, like he's trying to reprimand a vehicle, right? And he's just like, no, I, I know I that this is not allowed by law. Yeah, and he's he's playing it so straight, right? It's just like, and then there's a the point car, where where so he's convinced um, Charles Grodin, who is just listed as commandeer driver, yes, which point of correction he was not in fact common there no he was not um but so he convinces charles gordon's character to drive him where he needs to go and then he's like tony's like so you think you could wait, wait out there. here because i have to reprimand yeah. the suspect I'm and sure, and then he just like, drives no, off no, mid-sentence no, no, you, <laughs> yeah he, he was quite good too so there's like a lot there's there's lots of bits in this movie outside yeah. of the main plot that i really enjoyed yeah. um but then it gets to the the, the twist right right and harriet you know, so Charlie and her have gone through a whole Gamut journey, right? Like yeah. they, they, they have the highs, you have the lows. Charlie breaks it off with her. Yeah, he, he gets he, her he, back. He, do, he, he does um, not a not a diss track, but like a love track. Right. Where he takes his diss, his diss track beat, but then he makes it about how he's actually falling in love with right. her. Right. And then she's like, oh, okay, you. On the rooftop with, right. a, with a whole crew. Right. And, and she does, he does a little performance. It's yeah. Great. And then it's like, it's his parents... 30th anniversary or whatever right, it is right. and then he he's caught up in the moment yeah. proposes to harriet and right. then she's just like let's do, sure, it. Yeah, do it right and then harriet starts acting kind of weird and right. it's at this point so so like charlie he suspected her to be an axe murderer right then one of the uh victims the, yeah the, the 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 support doesn't come back to say it's time right, right like like the the person who supposedly did it had confessed to the crime right which um involves a cameo by Kramer himself yes. from Seinfeld yes. um you know d- doing a Kramer thing yeah. where he's calm in one moment right. and then he's yelling yep, 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 yep. the next cuz he doesn't yell the thing you think he yells right but yeah <laughs> and it made me look look him up and just be like oh yeah he was an actor not just in Seinfeld what else has he been in and then you see the gap of of um you know his his filmography after that incident where he had racist epithets being yelled sure. by himself on a stage. Right. Um, it's, it, 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 he did that, and then he did nothing for about fifteen years. Yeah. And then he was on comedians and cars getting coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, I guess I'm done now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then like th- so after the Charlie is convinced Harriet is not in fact an axe murderer, Tony gets information that the person who confessed to killing one of the previous victims apparently was just confessing to all sorts of things, not a credible Mm -hmm. uh, uh, suspect. Uh, And then Tony is convinced that Harriet is in fact the axe murderer. Mm -hmm. At this point, Harriet's acting strange. You're thinking, oh shit, Charlie's going to get his head cut off. And it's at this point where I was saying to myself, if Harriet is an axe murderer, the lesson is not learned. Then the point of this movie is right. don't trust women. Gala demon, <laughs> gala crosses, gala crosses. You can't trust girl, and and Charlie was right all along. Yeah. This is ultimately a movie about like communicating with your girlfriend. Exactly, <laughs> like yeah. whatever issues. That's what the movie is right. really about. Yeah, it's not about <laughs> you can't trust women and you're right to suspect that they all have right. it out for you. Right. Because um, the twist of this movie is yeah, Honey Bunny from Pulp Fiction herself. Man, who shows up in like one banger scene before? Yeah, where she like, like the night Charlie and Harriet sleep together. Mm-hmm. Harriet has to dip in the morning, and Charlie wakes up and he finds like her sister, yeah, like hanging out. 
and the sister's like acting a little little weird and quirky mm-hmm. and then she's just like oh yeah I'd have, I had a message from for her and she had to go da 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 but you know what hey listen while you're here how about I make you some breakfast mm-hmm. how about like sunny side up eggs pancakes sausage da 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 and, yeah. and Charlie's just like that sounds great hard cut to her pouring fruit loops like yeah sorry we didn't have any of that shit right so, right right <laughs> that, eat your fruit loops it, it, it is it is a very like this person has an oddness to them right but nothing in that scene made me think no because you know, everybody because there's so many people popping in and doing like one funny scene. Yeah, they're just like, I guess. Yeah, this is that's just all about the film. Just the one moment scene, was yeah. when so she's playing Rose and um, Amanda Plummer's actress. Is Amanda Plummer. She's, she's not just funny money. Yeah, she's pretty um, great. But well, my, she's most famous for funny She money. is. <laughs> um, and Charlie's like, oh, Harry didn't mention you, and and Rose is like, oh, she didn't mention me, mm-hmm. and that was the that was the one thing I was just like. That felt like it meant something. That right, felt like it was right. about something. And then what it, he's like, oh, and she, 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 she's speaking to, to Charlie as if like he knows all of Harriet's lore, right? <laughs> already, yeah. And then and then he's just like, oh, you know, I don't really know that about her, but um, she did mention Ralph last night. She's mm-hmm. like Ralph, and she like her eyes really bug out and she laughs. And yeah. You're like, Huh, she knows Ralph, I guess. Mm. But then, again, the movie's throwing so many wacky people at you that you're just like, I guess everyone in this movie is quirky. Right, it's, yeah. It's fine, yeah. Um... But like it's not quirky in in certain comedies where it feels like the this is not a real world. This is just like cartoon characters all about the place. Yeah, it still feels more like it feels just like regular people being a bit weird. Right. Um, like I, I had this note where I'm just like, San Francisco as a location. Yeah. Such a beautiful looking city. It manages what it manages to like. It both feels like a real city. And feels like a fake made-up city, right? Where, where you're just like, this place is great. I know it exists, but then I see like, and I'm like, no, this is like a city for like a nice picture book. This yeah. isn't a real thing that exists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It feels like this is the the. It feels like like um, what's it called? Uh, oh god, sitcom with the three dads. Uh, full House. Okay. Like, like they walk across the Full House. They walk yeah, by Full yeah. House. It's all the locations that you yeah. would see in Full House. Yeah, yeah. You know, very sitcom-y. Like, when, when him and Harriet have their first argument, they're walking up the lawn. You right. see the Full, you see you the see full, full, full House. house yeah. Um, but um, it turns out that Harriet is not an axe murderer. But she's, her, she's covering for one, certainly. Her <laughs> jealous, unhinged sister yeah. is an axe murderer. Funny bunny, playing somebody unhinged. Can you believe it? No, but that's <laughs> the thing. When I saw her earlier, I was like, oh, how do I know this person? Right. I looked it up and I was like, oh, you're honey bunny. You're not being very honey bunny in this scene. Right. And then later on in the movie, it's like, ah, oh, there she honey is. Bunny. There's honey bunny. Because <laughs> she's going full out, man. This was pre-Pulp Fiction? No, man. Pulp Fiction is 91. This is about oh, 94. This is 93. 93? Pulp Fiction is 91? 91. 91 or 92, yeah. It, she, she I, I'm pretty sure walked. Pulp Fiction is ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. So this, this is, is pre Pulp Fiction. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought these were like rights. I thought it was like one after Joe. Strange. Okay. Cool. Well, this well, so it kind of was one after because this was ninety three. That was Pulp she Fiction. Prob- was she probably filmed Pulp Fiction and then this before yeah. Yeah, them came out. Yeah. Um. But yeah. She so she, she like she doesn't want anyone to take Harriet away from her. Uh. And then there's a scene where they're on the honeymoon. Right. Um. There's a. It, of course, it's a dark and stormy night. Sure. <laughs> they, they went into the, 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 the murder house from Clue. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she's there with an axe. The, the title is fulfilled. There, there is an axe murderer. Um, he didn't marry her. No, he did not marry her. Um, and then, like, it, it, Harriet gets locked in a closet. Charlie finds himself on the roof. Yeah. And, and Tony 
runs in like the most ineffective cop. Yes. Arrests Harriet who is locked in a closet. Yes. Charlie's on the roof yelling for his, his life. He, and they're hearing the axe go into the right. roof, dodging Charlie's hands. But Tony's like, hold on, we gotta talk though. Tony's like, <laughs> smoke. It's, it's the slowest scene. Yeah. He's smoking his cigarette like, listen, we can do this here, yeah. or we can do this downtown. Right. He's he's fulfilling his cop yeah, yeah, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. He's doing it. He's doing Not it. realizing he could be on the roof pursuing Best the suspect. Best friend murdered as we speak. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not, it's not until they get downstairs and he sees Charlie on the roof where he's like, oh, shit. Okay. I'll go deal with that then. Right. Um, you know, and then the, Charlie, he gets away. Rose gets arrested. Mm-hmm. And then happily ever after. And then they don't cut to the, oh, no, my sister went to jail. Mm. They just cut straight in happy and yeah. like, hey, don't think about this further, guys. Yeah. Please get out of this theater. <laughs> like, like they're, they're really also, questions. She was aware that Rose was an axe murderer. She, she is at the very least like fully aware and did not tell the police because what Ro- happened. Rose's MO is that she leaves the she leaves a note for Harriet to read, which is basically like, hey baby, I cut during the night. Right. And what actually happens is she disposes of these gentlemen yes. in the horrific way. Yes. With an axe. Um so like And then Harriet does moves to another town out of grief, starts right. over. And then the process starts again. Is that what I'm led to believe? Yeah, and it's like there, there's, there's suspicion clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you have to if you if you grow up with someone like Rose, mm-hmm. you know, there's a little something S- off about some, something's it, off about you know? us, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So I, I thought like it, it didn't sell me on the twist, or yeah. or, or it didn't like whenever whenever it was suggesting that Harriet was the killer. Yeah, I was like. No, she's not. She don't. That don't make no sense. Her face is too sweet. Yes. <laughs> like, her face is she's too good sweet. In this. She's and very again, good. you said the lesson would be yeah. kaput. It would, it would <laughs> if, be kaput. If, you know. Yeah, it's Nancy Travis who plays Harriet. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like I know her from something significant, but I can't recall what it was. Would you like to take a peek at her IMDb? I was looking at her IMDb. I couldn't figure it out. The only thing that struck out to me was she's in the Kominsky method, okay. where she plays. Uh, what's his name? Kaminsky's no, well, she plays Kaminsky's um, lover in that in that show, which also Alan Arkin is in that. Nice. Um, Alan Arkin playing one of the old men in that show. Um, Michael Douglas, she's playing Michael Douglas's girlfriend. Okay. In that, um, but outside of that show, I mm-hmm. can't remember. But she has a face, and looking at her, she sure does, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's just she's been in several things. Yeah, she's, she's worked, worked actor, almost actor, every so, year. Yeah. Um, she, but I, I thought she was good in this. Like she, she, she played well with um, Charlie's whimsical nature, and and I thought they were a good pairing. Yeah. And I did have a good time watching it. Um, yeah. Did you have a fun time? Did I did have a fun time. Yeah, it was a fun movie. That's right. Yeah. Um, I've I have one note out here. Like I just I was like I couldn't find a way to do it. it was like. <clears throat> Oh, to live in a walkable city with nice architecture and flirt th- and flirt the woman about how many people she's murdered. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they go walking in the rain like they have the the yeah. classic rom com things. Yeah, they, um, walk, they walk by the San Francisco Bridge. They go yeah. to get bridge and they like walk by this lovely like we call it statue garden. I don't know what to call it. Like it's just an open like brick road area where they like yeah they do ballet. <laughs> so this was um, Mike Myers's lowest grossing film. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, I mean, I think probably before, when, when did Wayne's World come out? Like before this? 92, I think yeah. it did it, maybe back to back. I think so, so like definitely 
known was a, a box office figure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he was in Bohemian Rhapsody. That's crazy. See, Bohemian Rhapsody and Inglorious Bastards. That's crazy. Um, yeah, he doesn't like he. I think like Love Guru came out, and yeah. he's just like, "Oh, you guys don't like me doing this." Yeah, and he's like conscious enough to be like, "Okay, I guess I I don't I don't know, I can't impress you guys with comedy now. You're you're tired right. of whatever shtick I was doing." Yeah, and then he comes out with the Pentaveret, which gets a fucking mention in this movie. The, yes, yeah, he, yes. Uh, Mike Miles playing his Scottish father. Mm-hmm. Who comes in and like you? I would almost argue his father deserves Piacan treatment. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if you wanted to say it, I would have been like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. like he just comes in with like, Matt Myers is like, you know, I'd like to do a funny word character in this yeah. if you don't mind. Like Charlie is as a as a goofball he is, he, like he's almost too normal. Yeah, I need to do a bit. Um, his dad comes in, just like. I didn't want to ruin it. You can you can go on YouTube and type in "So I Married an Ex Murderer" and like ten clips will show up. It's just him as the dad yeah. doing bits, and you can enjoy that even without watching. He's just it. abusive to everybody verbally. He sure is. Yeah, yeah, but like, but I just, appreciate it was it wasn't just, just like, like oh that's a Scottish charm. Yeah, like. I, but it wasn't just like fart noises right. and and shit like that. It was it was like he was playing a character. He would just go on these tirades against people. I don't trust the colonel. He puts an addictive chemical in his chicken. Which you know facts. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that that was wasn't that in um they clone Tyrone that was yep. a subplot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know? Like some of the things like he was like, Alright, you need to go to sleep, grandpa, but also it's just like you're on so, you're onto something right. though. That boy's head is pretty big. You're, it pretty, is. Cor- <laughs> you're pretty correct. Yeah. Um but yeah he mentions in his like ramblings of of you know paranoia he talks about the pentaveret which becomes a mike myers project in 2022 Two, yeah about the the group above the illuminati that yes. is controlling the world yeah. and everything and he talks the about the smartest in people in the world yeah yeah and it's so like, he pitches this thing he's had this idea brewing for a while apparently yeah but when i saw him talk about this it's like no you are you are fucking lying that right. is not something in yeah. your little film yeah. from 1992 but yeah. you know what i'm like I think the reason that they're just it's a is just like oh that's just his, his blundering drunk Scottish charm and yeah. his way of loving you is insulting you right right and right if you're fine with that you're fine with that yeah but then on the thirtieth anniversary scene he says like one of the sweetest things I've ever seen yeah when they're renewing their vows he says thirty years ago we said I do. And we haven't agreed on a single thing since. Mm-hmm. But I do know that I love this room, woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is just, yeah. that's just romantic, baby. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Um, and he's like, he's he's singing at the... Um, yeah. the, the if you want my body. And you th- he's like pre-gaming the fat bastard voice. <laughs> like Honestly, a lot you, of you, this... You, yeah, this is what kind of why I love this movie. You can watch this movie... And you can see a lot of future yeah. Mike Myers projects yeah. bubbling I, under the surface. That's what I was I was doing watching as I was looking at this. I mean, like, I'm seeing a, I'm seeing some Shrek. I'm yeah. seeing some Austin Powers. Right. I'm seeing this is the the precursor to what you become right. when you ride that high for right. like 10, 15 yeah. years. Yeah, and even in like the first Wayne's World, remember he cuts to that one scene where he's just like, he opens the door, you see a bunch of spies yeah. train. He's just like, I've always wanted to open a James Bond door. Right, and right, like right. You can see, you can see yeah. that all come into fruition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what the, it, there's a song in this that I quite like that the movie starts with. There she goes. There she goes. Yeah. One of the best songs it's ever made. It's just a great song. Yeah. yeah. So so like hearing that at the beginning, 
really put me in a good mood to watch this. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it replays throughout the film. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, this is a fucking banger. It is. It is. <laughs> like, and that's going to lead me to my segue because, as I understand it, the beginning of my film is what set you off about it years ago when yes. you first tried to watch yes. it. Because La La Land, La La Land. Si- similar to um, uh, um, So I Married an Axe Murderer, murderer. Yes. begins with a song. Yes. And Not I'll, as catchy as there I, she goes, though. A continuous one-shot. I debate that because I've had this song mm. stuck in my head mm. for the last eight mm. years. Um, but... I'm a big fan of City of Stars. So, no. okay. So, I want to I wanna get your opinion What's on up? that opening scene. Okay. Having watched it again, you know, in, in your in your recontemplation, since I forced your hand yes. to watch La La Land. I heard when you me say- and Damien discussed yeah. our, our Greatest Love Stories <laughs> volume two episode. Like, so what are we doing, Damien? Here is, I said, so So I Married an Axe Murder. Yeah. With the full intent of, Damien, here I am, like... Giving you a part of my soul. Here's right. what built up a part of my character. Mm-hmm. I can see myself in this person. Yep. So it's been part of, part of my childhood. My man is one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just an amazing romantic bit of chemistry between yeah. two people. As opposed and, to me, which... And you're just like, fuck you, la la land. So one... No, no, tell me no other reason why. One, no, no, I told you the reason. One time, yes. one or, once or twice, I think you mentioned on this show... Yes. How much you disliked La La Land. Yes. And it was like you watched the opening scene. And I cut stuff. You couldn't get into it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? As opening scenes go, if you're not with it, you're not with it. Yes. And it is a very... Yes. There's a lot going on in that opening scene that if you are not with I it... I was going through at the time yeah. when I watched it. But I was just like, mm, no. Yeah. Because it's, it's people coming out of their cars, yeah, they're singing yeah, and dancing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I on, imagine on LA freeway, yeah. you might have been thinking these fucking assholes blocking up the LA freeway. <laughs> fucking road. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, I, so, so my thing yeah, was yeah. from hearing that the plot began of yes. me wanting you to, to watch because I because I know right. this this episode of the greatest love stories of all time right. was originally the uh, a bam idea. Yes. And I knew that. You would be so bound by the bit that you would have, <laughs> have to, to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You would be bound by the, the movie okay, Mandem protocol. I'm fully prepared for the show to watch things I've never intended I, to watch. Yes, right. So I figured if there's any time I could get you to sit down and fully engage with sure, La La Land, sure. it was for this episode. Damon, besides punishing me, you better have had a good <laughs> personal reason okay. why you like The this good movie. personal reason is this movie came out 2016. Yes. Big controversy. Um, it was nominated for several Academy Awards. Right. Like I think it was like sixteen or something. Why crazy. didn't you choose Moonlight, Damian? Right. Um, which also could have worked. Like sure. that is a great love story. I might choose that for next year, sure. just to balance it out. Sure. Um, and then yeah, it, the Oscars end, and it's like the what's his name? I was gonna say Warren Buffett, <laughs> but Warren name? Beatty. Warren Beatty. Um, he 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 goes and on. And his husband. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on the stage and he, and he has an envelope that says Emma Stone for La La Land. Yeah. And he Some just dumbass guy right. <laughs> um, from Procter & Gamble or whatever. The, the yeah. people who, who work out the envelopes. Uh, so then he, gave him the wrong envelope. he sees the title La La Land and he's just kind of like, uh, I don't Wait, know what to say. Best actress. Yeah. And you see, him, you see him like visually like it says Best yeah. Actress. And then, you know, I don't remember who was on the stage with him, right. but she was just like, Say the fucking oh, movie. Oh, it was, um, it was, uh, was it Faye Dunaway or yeah. something? Yeah. And from... I feel like, you know what? Maybe you should have listened to him instead of, like, forcing him to be embarrassed no, all he should years. have just been like, 
guys, this is the wrong influence. Right. <laughs> but he's old. Yeah. You know? So, like, they call out La La Land. Everybody comes on the stage. And, and what was funny about that was uh, the producer of the movie, he thanks his blue-eyed wife. Yes. And then immediately after that, he has to be like, actually, no. The, the, the movie about the African-American uh, uh, gay child of a drug addict. Yes. Is the one that actually won, you know? So fuck you and he he didn't say those exact words. No, he didn't. Yeah, but he he very. But that was the politely was just like, wait, guys, actually, sorry. No, he handled it really well. He was like, you guys won best picture. Come up here, you deserve this. And then the the moonlight people won, and it was, it was chaos in that theater. Chaos. (laughs) It was like the the look on Barry Jenkins' face. He was just like, you motherfuckers. Um, but okay, so so. La La Land gets a lot of shit for so many people loving it, um, winning then, all those then, awards, and then the Oscars, yeah. and then the Oscars, Oscars and, and you know, uh, and then it's like, haha, fuck you, La La Land. You didn't actually win Best Picture because there's better movies than yeah, but you. You want every other fucking award, right? <laughs> um, and also, like, there's a whole thing in the movie uh, uh, where you know it's a uh, one of the characters, and Damon Chazelle himself is a big fan of jazz, and then is he now? <laughs> Never noticed. <laughs> Have you not seen Whiplash? Um, uh, and it's a movie about Ryan Gosling, who is a big jazz fan, yes. and he's white. Sure. And jazz is a, a, an art form which began with black people and is such a huge part of black culture in America. Yes. And then you got this white guy, yeah, yeah. white man, explaining yeah, yeah. jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of reasons to hate La La sure. Land, right? Sure. But I can't fucking help it. All right. When you get to that scene of Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling and they're tap dancing yeah. across the night sky of mm. Los Angeles. Cute. When when we talk about this this episode of being greatest love stories of all time, it is a movie that has so much that should be against it, but fucking hell does it charm the hell out of me. So I wanted you to yes. watch it. You wanted me to be charmed. I wanted you to get past your initial right. chagrin of it. Sure. And all those things against it. And I wanted you to honestly tell me yes. your thoughts on it. I okay. wanted to know. Okay. So, yeah. having watched it again, yes. tell me about the opening scene. Was it still annoying okay. to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like it. Which is it. fine. <laughs> um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm a professional. Did you appreciate... The fact that this is a huge production, one shot, all these different actors. Oh, I saw the cuts, my friend. <laughs> Don't you dare try and <laughs> fandango me with your silly one. You didn't like I the s- movie magic? I, s- I, s- I, s- I saw your editing, mm-hmm. sir. Um, uh, I, 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 I put it into words. Um... I think the reason this movie turned me off initially is that I don't like when the real world encroaches on a musical. Okay. I think musicals, by and large, should be set in fantasy universes. Right. Even if that universe is, like, um, contemporary. Right. It, it, it's, it's still, there still needs to be this, like, level of artifice. Like, I need to buy into you are creating a world. Right. You can't just shut down a freeway and I can see fucking actual LA in the background going about her business and like and, and other they, cars and other cars yeah, yeah, like yeah they shut down this part of it but you can see the rest of LA going about their business and I'm just like something feels odd here and I couldn't like crack it yeah but then it goes to like like overly painted like LA street walls and like 
my my best supporting car my 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 I'm gonna say my pack on from right now mm -hmm. the deep blue sky <laughs> that 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 is to me the best character in this film yeah because all of a sudden when they're outside and there's always that deep blue sky at nighttime or early morning I'm like I buy that this is a fantasy world yeah I I you're you're you're, you're I, yeah. I buy what you're they, doing they, now they have those moments where it's like. Like when they're in the planetarium, when they're in the planetarium, when their first date after yeah. the party or whatever, right? And they're walking up the hill. Yeah. I'm, when it's just that perfect deep purple, or or like uh, when she's doing blue blue the, purple, yeah. the part about her aunt, yes. like those moments where it, it's like it we are away. going full into yeah, yeah. a then fantasy musical. I, I I I suddenly appreciated it then mm -hmm. when it's like. Th th there's often too much reality mm -hmm. and, and for like for me to buy this premise i need it yeah i need, I need artifice yeah because it. It, it it i i do hear what you're saying because it's like you're pulled out of it yeah right you're not you're not fully immersed I, I, I need to buy this world yeah yeah and yeah. like like as i was watching it every time they're like walking on the streets in the day mm -hmm. and like it doesn't seem too perfect and fake yeah i'm like I just expect Vincent from Collateral to pop up at any point and mm -hmm. like murder a background character. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, that's what I'm watching it. Like, yeah, like Tom Cruise should show up and just like, you know, right. <laughs> popping again in the head. Right, right. Like, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't shake that feeling. But like I said, when they're, whenever they're inside or whenever, okay, whenever they're walking through what is the Warner Brothers Studios where mm -hmm. everyone works at a cafe, mm -hmm. and I'm like, they're literally on a movie set. I'm like, ah, okay, right. No, no, yeah. it's working for me. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, because it's like that is real world but fake, fake. Yes. on a movie set. Yes, right. and and now my brain is like buying it. Yeah, and like so, like I said, so I'm I'm gonna be very clear. I think this is a perfectly okay movie, mm -hmm. right? I don't hate it. Mm -hmm. I am several times charmed by it. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen enough old musicals mm -hmm. that when I watch it, I'm like. I see that you're either homaging, some have argued stealing, mm -hmm. but you're not doing it as good as the thing you're stealing from. Okay. And I think that is a problem of A, Emma and Ryan are not professional dancers. And I and they learn the choreography, mm -hmm. they're very good, mm -hmm. but I but it looks like somebody who has learned choreography. Yeah. It does not look like an amazing dancer has suddenly broke out yeah. into like, which is what um, I need my musicals yeah, to do. Yeah, I think nostalgia is fueling a lot of the film. Yes. You know, and it's like, there's, there's, you know, even even at the end... Despite the Mickey Mouse Club, Brian Gosling, <laughs> your dancing is... Yeah. It's, it's cute, but it's In not fact, like... No, because, you know... I need, I need Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, well, I'm afraid. That's, speaking, that's, my, that's, my, that's my problem with this movie. I, I completely get that. And speaking of... Because it's, it's funny, because at that time for those films... That was it. That was the feature. That was like mm -hmm. you are watching amazing dance moves that mm -hmm. nobody can do. Mm -hmm. As opposed to you've got Emma Stone and Rand Gosling who are big movie stars yeah. and commit themselves to roles. Yes. But like they're not that, yeah. you know. Um, like I think Shannon Tatum should have been in <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> if you've seen Hail Caesar yeah. and you see his little dance number he does that, right, you're like, right. this motherfucker yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah. It feels so natural to him. Yeah. And this feels very sternly like Ryan and Emma for months and months and months mm -hmm. slaved away to like do an okay dance right. number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I think the there's a lot of bells and whistles around them. Yes. You know, and even the costume design, like Emma's yellow dress. Right. Um, oh, I, I wish all my friends wore primary colors, so I can yes. like, like all of her friends in the apartment in yeah. primary colors. I'm like, this is this is cute. Like, yeah, like like I think the the look of the movie it has this very it it's beautiful. It is it's beautiful. beautiful, and it's it's, it's got this this you know it technicolor mm-hmm. you know to the max kind of thing going on, and it feels very much like an idyllic view of Hollywood. But then like there's things like. They have cell phones as well, yeah. which feels weird considering it, that it's, the it's, aesthetic it's, it's that you're going, going for, for is bri- yeah, like you, you, the reality you're yeah. isn't. I'm not buying the reality. Of it. Yeah, and even and it's kind of like, I think that that kind of works to what the movie is trying to say because it's these two people who have this idea of what it's gonna be like when they get to LA. Right. They're gonna make it big. They they they've watched all these movies right. and they would like to be right. like those films. Right. But reality has something else to say. So even when you're watching Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone not moving in the same way that Grace Kelly would have, yes. that's reality. Right. That's real, and and that's the thing that 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 is at war in this film is what a bullet they dodged because this was originally Miles Teller and Emma Watson. Okay, like right out the whiplash, Damon's yeah. like, I got a new idea. I want to yeah. do a musical. And they're like, I'm bringing my boy Miles Teller. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm unfamiliar with Miles Teller's dance game, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's a thing. And also, like, for a big movie musical, he's not a movie star no. yet. He, he, you you no. kind of need movie yeah. stars for this. You, and Emma Watson, bless her heart, you can't act, boo. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you shouldn't be playing an actress. Yeah. Like, only a good actress should play an actress in a role. You get me? Yeah, I mean... It's funny because she was Belle right after this. Yeah. Oh no, her check is secure. Good no, I know. I'm just saying, like big yellow dress. She she got she that. Sure? She got she that sure, role. Sure. But yeah, Miles Teller, I feel like would have been a miscast for because I think Ryan Gosling is so good in this as Sebastian. Um, his Seb. Seb. Um, yeah, that's my one thing. Like, despite all my perhaps per his perceived hatred or mm-hmm. or or, or nonchalance this movie yeah them motherfuckers are charming yeah i cannot deny these yeah. two are very charming yeah they have really great chemistry absolutely in, and what they do well in it is like the initial distaste for one another right which was very real like he's rude yeah. when they first meet like yeah he's kind of like a white boy obsessed with jazz yeah well, yeah <laughs> so very dis- displeasing kind of high on his own supply a bit a bit not actually getting high, but you know, um, and so like there's a scene where, uh, f- when they first meet is when they're on the freeway. Um, she is stuck in traffic, flipping the bird, <laughs> like she's lost in thought, right? And he's you know, honking on that horn, honk, that sustained honk. horn that he does throughout the film, yeah. um, and you know they flip the bird to each other and they just hate each other from then, sure. um, and then it like goes off into her journey. She's mm-hmm. the main character at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's her wanting to become an actress. Right. She's working at a coffee shop. Right. Then she's leaving the coffee shop to go to she's auditions. Going to fancy parties. She's going to fancy parties she doesn't really want to go to, but she kind of has to go to you because network, you got to be discovered if you want to you know, be the hit star. Um, when she's working at the coffee shop, some actress comes in, which you don't see their face. It's mm-hmm. just... Um, kind of like a hip, hip burn look like look yes, alike yes, yes, yes. from behind, right. um, and you know everyone is just like starstruck when they walk mm-hmm. in, and that's what she wants to be. Right. Eventually, becomes that sure. later on in the film. Um, but her her desire to be this big actress, mm-hmm. um, 
it's she's going on that journey at the same time that Ryan Gosling is going on a different journey where mm-hmm. he wants to open be, up his own nightclub. Open up his own his own jazz club. He wants to only play traditional, only right. play classic. He wants people to respect jazz the way it's he respects jazz. Yeah. Um and I liked how they reach a certain point of of uh, Mia's journey and then they cut right back to the on the freeway, then right. you see how Seb's journey was. Um and like his place is a fucking mess. He sure. lives like a hobo. Sure. She lives with three other people who would like to be actresses. Sure. Um I like when she goes to her audition and it's like the place is wall to wall with Emma Stone lookalikes, same wardrobe, same yeah. hair. Um, much, she, much hotter redheads. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, she walks into the elevator and there's like old Emma Stone yep, and young yep, Emma Stone. Yep, 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 yep. Um, she's in the auditions and it's like she gets cut off immediately. Yeah. You know, like they, they, they were able to, and, and that's, that's where I think the surrealism kind of works to the movie's advantage where they have those moments where that L- LA is artifice right <laughs> and it's like this is obviously you wouldn't obviously walk past people who look exactly like you yeah. but that's unless, how it unless, feels unless you're going to an audition right <laughs> you know where it's like okay they've all read the same you know description of what the character is right. supposed to look Red like <laughs> and there's nobody who everyone thinks oh I've I've got it made right. and then they walk and they say oh everyone looks exactly like right. me um, and I appreciated them like showing what Th- that experience was like for mm-hmm. the two of them. Mm-hmm. So when if anybody's been on audition, that that shit yeah. hurts. <laughs> and, and as a as a piano player, um, Seb, mm-hmm. he works at uh, a regular ass restaurant. Yeah. Uh, Damon Chazelle doesn't forget his friends. He's got J.K. Simmons playing his boss. That's right. Um, and what? No, Damon. Why did they call him J.K.? Because he's always so serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, has he ever? What, I saw him in something recently. He 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 was the psychiatrist. Okay. In early Law and Order, okay, like I'm talking like nine ninety three. He's a character actor. So yeah, yeah, but it's just he plays a uh, rapist number three in Oz, I believe. <laughs> like he's yeah, he's, he, I know he's been he's, around. He's been around. It's just, <laughs> but he's always look old. I don't think I've ever seen he's, a young. He's, he's born forty for sure. <laughs> yeah, but he's in this. He's playing Ryan Gosling's uh, or Seb's boss, and he's just like, it is Christmas time. Can you play Christmas songs? Yeah, please? play boring Christmas. Play playing boring ass Christmas songs. That's all you have to do. You will get paid. Right. You don't even have to do it. No. For the whole week, right? And it then, is just tonight, and then dumbass Seb can't help himself. <laughs> he plays that little tune, and he just so happens to play that tune as Mia walks in, and she is taken taken away yeah. with this with this little music. Yeah. And bro. that collection of notes that he's playing mm-hmm. becomes almost like a character mm-hmm. in and of itself for the film. Uh, one could say the music is a third character, <laughs> <laughs> but that particular that that song in particular that seems to be like. I don't know if you've ever seen Rent. Um, okay, so there's a character in that who is a I've musician. Seen, I've seen South Park's um, parody of it. Yes. <laughs> is it South Park's parody or is it um, uh, um, Team, Team America's Team America. Team parody America. of it? You know. Um, but there's a character in that who he has this this like little piece of music, not mm-hmm. an actual song yet. He keeps playing it throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then by the end, he has the whole song. He's written the song that he's had in his heart the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the thing that is playing throughout this movie that whenever Seb gets his hands on a on a piano he starts playing that for a bit and that's part of what makes Mia fall in love with him but when they first meet he's being fired yeah, she's so coming up to him she's just like hey I really love the music is, yeah, fuck off, yeah. and it's like <laughs> she's the person who sees him right. the way that he wants to be seen yes. and he's just like fuck off yeah. in that moment I got, I, got, I got bills to not pay yeah <laughs> and then hilariously when they meet up again right 
he's now a lower class in he, a, he is yeah, playing 80s cover band, yeah. at, at in, as an in, in an 80s cover band and she <laughs> she request, uh, requests I ran yeah. by Duran Duran yes. and that's where like that line between contempt and love yes. gets blurred because yes. it's yes. like oh you know you right. know the want you know what to get me to play is gonna right. make me hate this right and it's that no, like he hates the entire thing he's doing. Yeah, but this is really. It's it's that one. It's that request that he's just like you are the devil. Right. And but when here's the power of Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone viciously like insulted by him the first time she sees right. him. Sees him what a month or two later. Yeah. And he's just like, despite all that, I'm trying to fuck though, Ryan. Yeah. And 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 like begins to flirt with him. Yeah. Via annoying him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most men you brush past a girl like he does in this movie. Right. That's it. Yeah. Rit- written never you never off. seen again. Yeah. yeah. But you look like Ryan Gosling. Hey, buddy. Yeah. I'm hey, going to give you a second shot. Hey, man. Um, but like the fact that she, she having only met him once, I don't even know if they remembered meeting each other on the freeway. I don't know if that was something that they recalled. Um, I don't think so. But, but. They don't mention it. Yeah. The, the fact that she, from the scene in, in the. Oh, they're the, both wearing like sunglasses or whatever. Yeah. And then it was a quick and, and drive you, by. You, you, you tell everybody you see on the road, you know, it's fuck off. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Um, so when, but like from the one scene where she sees him getting fired, she recognizes this guy considers himself a real musician. She makes fun of him for calling himself a real musician later on because, you know, he has a bit of an ego. Sure. Um, a bit. But the fact that he, that she recognizes his talent and requests that pop song Mm -hmm. for him to play, I think that's the beginning stages of just like, okay. I, I'm getting seen by this person and then that is the, where they can start to actually talk yes. to each other and, and have their romance. Um, I love that. I mean, I mean, when they're walking to each other's cars uh, and, you know, then they do their song and dance number. Right. When I was re-watching it, honestly, in up until that moment, I had a thought in my head like, I don't think this is as good as I remember. Yeah. And really, then, really not. <laughs> really not. Okay. And then... And then it gets to that. When it gets to that, I'm grinning like a fucking idiot. I'm just, and and, and Brittany's looking over at me like, look how fucking happy you are. I'm just like, yeah, look at them. They're just doing their thing. And and it's, it's a nice little ditty. Um, So like, I, I I too went from like, how are we doing here guys? To, you started to resent me uh, a little bit. Yeah. 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 I was just like, Damien, fucking (laughs) piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then like, Emma Stone would open her mouth and I'm like, what the, what a charming little fish! Yeah, <laughs> this one is like with their big eyes and adorable and little sea creature brushing the <laughs> hair past her ears. Yeah, and, and I'm like, every time I see her, Emma Stone, like, sh- like, if this movie was made in the 1940s, yeah, Emma Stone would not be casted. Mm. She would be like the funny background friend. Mm-hmm. Like she's okay. not um, uh, stereotypically as hot. As people wanted actresses in other times to be. Right, okay. Even though they are homaging these type of 1950s, 1960s mm-hmm. movies. I'm like, she would, she, would, she, would, she would be the quirky best friend yeah. in the background. I also don't think Ryan Gosling would have been. He's handsome. I don't think well, he... I think, I think, well, I think he kind of fits this. His hair would have to be short, though. They okay. cut his hair, yeah. but he basically fits the aesthetic of of, of handsome handsome white boy at the time. Um maybe that's a darkness hair too yeah yeah um but like i kept on looking back at her and i'm just like 
I can't do like a one-two of like, does she match somebody from the past? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I think she's kind of a singular thing by herself. Emma. Yeah. Like, there, there are many, there's been many charming goofballs in the past that I got attached around to. Yeah. But I'm like, no, Emma is singular. I can't think of an actress who can like jump from comedy to drama while also looking like not hot not but something like she has her own look going on mm-hmm. uh, i couldn't i couldn't like one to what she would be yeah i just know that like i'm very pleased to see her on camera yeah <laughs> and and like she also like she has this i i, I had this weird i can't remember which movie i was on but like i was just like i think she looks constantly on the verge of tears mm-hmm. and she's like one of the she's able to like have one of the saddest faces in cinema mm-hmm. and maybe that's why i like instantly empathize with her because mm-hmm. i'm like she's like a goofy little dove <laughs> that can be broken at any minute right right and right that's kind of why i'm so charmed by her because mm-hmm. i'm just like i don't want to see her cry even though she'd be so good at crying <laughs> she man yeah when I, she like, breaks down in this movie yeah yeah you really I feel, f- for her. I feel really so feel bad i'm just like I want to give you a hug. Yeah. I want to. I want to just make you happy. I want to give you the role that you deserve. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and so I also like you know the little things that they show like the fact that Seb walks all the way to her car mm-hmm. and then he's just like oh my car is right here when yeah. actually it wasn't it was way back, back at the party yeah. and it's like he he you want, you walk home he car. just wanted to be in Spend her orbit a little bit more. Um. <laughs> I love how she she goes to uh, dinner with her then boyfriend yeah. and then immediate not immediately but in the middle of the conversation right. she just turns to him just like yeah this ain't gonna work they're talking about like oh you ever been to Thailand and they're like it's, it, 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 that was I, I saw that and I'm like I guess the broke jazz boy with autism is the right one for you bitch. yeah <laughs> like, like, and, and, and well they're they're just like oh have you been to a movie theater these days right. I know they're just awful and it's like Fuck you. Right. Fuck all of you. Yeah, you don't me. get it. It does not it's not the spiritual experience yeah. that it ought to be. Um of like being in a theater and enjoying something communally. Right. You don't get that. You wanna be at home with your fucking endless stream of fake movies on, on your streaming sites. Yeah, yeah. Fine, do that, whatever, but don't fucking slag off movies, right? Um so when when she like I felt bad that she left, but at right. the same time I was just like, yeah, these people are fucking assholes. Funny yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you know the the movie, it is like one year in their life, and it shows just yeah. in in seasons. So there's there's winter, there's spring, where everything is like, they they're riding the high of falling in love with each right. other. Uh, but, but before we get into the meat of the matter, yeah. Um, when they're at the party where she tells him to play Iran, right. Um. Is that screenwriter dude supposed to be Max Landis? Or is Max Landis oh, just all oh, screenwriters? I, I f- <laughs> one of the two. Yeah. But it did feel just like very much how he would approach somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's he's coming up like... yeah. He first I'm, by saying, hey, I got big things cooking. You should yeah. fuck me before this movie comes out. Right, right, right. Like I've, I'm, I'm being called like the world builder. I don't know why yeah, people yeah, call yeah, me that. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. And then, like, that felt so... Yeah. This is how Max gets yeah. gal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you know, just People as you said, don't Google Max Landis if you do not. If you don't get a reference, just yeah. do it more about this part. Um, but yeah, so so when when their relationship kind of takes off, then the reality of the relationship kind of sets in. Where yeah, they like each other. Right. They they have these dreams. 
But oh, he, no, when 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 Rand gets a steady job, that's well, when like the musical disappears. Right. All so of a sudden, when they're not suffering. Yeah. <laughs> so so he overhears her yeah. talking to her mom, and it is not a good conversation. No, no. He is not coming off well on paper no, no, no. because like all we've seen is the song and dance number, the yeah. charming banter, uh, the dream of it. Right. Yeah. And then when reality sets in again, yes. she's just like. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, doesn't doesn't really have a job right. per se. No, no, like no, he doesn't have a he doesn't have an income. No, no, no. No, but he's cute. You're gonna yeah, like he, him. He's so charming. Right, yeah, right. Not, yeah. And then he's overhearing this. He's just like, I gotta get my 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 ass some work. Right, right, right. Um, I would uh, say. Payak Khan himself, Damian. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you on this one. <laughs> no, well, it, there's not that many choices for right. Payak Khan. It's him or J.K. Simmons. For sure. Um, but yeah, John Legend yeah. coming in playing like Bruno Mrs. Mars Chris himself. <laughs> <laughs> um and and he's he's a guy who went to school with with Seb and he made it big yeah. and he's actually throwing Seb a bone mm-hmm. and it's like you can tell the the where where Seb decides he's going to go in and take the job mm-hmm. you can tell when he gets told just how much money he's so making a week plus plus um promotion yeah you can see the gulp yeah. you can see where it's just like oh yeah yeah sure all right, all right i'll take right, that right, i'll right. put aside my right. fucking hoity-toity jazz right. like he has all this right. knowledge of the great jazz yeah, legends yeah. and yeah um uh, but you gotta pay bills my guy a thousand dollars um and you get to tour people to gonna tour. know your name oh, I mean, you, got, you get a percentage of merchandise you get a percentage of merchandise yeah. and album sales it's a good fucking a good deal fucking deal bro it's more money than he has seen probably ever yeah. on a regular and basis guess what you get to play music the thing you like to do yeah um, but of course, you know his heart's not in it no, because it's new jazz, baby. He's he's he, damn electric keyboard. He's playing on an electric keyboard, and then partway through, like the the um, electronic hip hop beats come in. Right. There's a point where they're playing the show, and I it was like um, it made me think of Get Lucky, mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. Pharrell song. Yeah. Where they have uh, Pharrell song, ding, 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 right? Ding, and it, it's yeah. it's it's Daft Punk and Pharrell, right. and it's like it's. Classic jazz intertwined with this electronica yeah. um, keyboard kind of thing. I think that scene is so well acted mm-hmm. because you see Emma like looking at him in the curl, yeah, mm-hmm. and she's just like, he doesn't like doing this, yeah. But and then and then um, Ryan she's getting is, pushed around, she's getting pushed around out of his, and then she's like looking at his face, and she's like, he doesn't enjoy doing his this. heart isn't in it, yeah. But also, it's so well because like Ryan is like, I'm clearly on stage doing my job, yeah. But as the crowd is reacting, he's like. But I do enjoy that the crowd like being it recognized and being recognized. Yeah. And like his face is doing this it's never like happy. It's just like he's like looking at it and he and he's like he's like concentrating he's not even concentrating yeah. not even concentrating that much on the keyboard. You see itself. his dream like slowly, slowly wither yeah, away. Withering away because yeah. he's just like, I guess this is reality. Right. And I'm like, I do love the recognition. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the music, but I guess in capitalistic society, one has to compromise yeah. to make money. This like, is a I'm making money job. playing the piano. Right. What? You could do worse. Exactly. That's basically what he says yeah, to yeah, himself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she being an actress, she, her, you know, path to fame is she's writing this one-woman show. So, yeah. And what I love about their relationship is that they encourage each other so much right. because they, they clearly know each other. Like, right. they, they can see the talent that lies within each of them. Mm-hmm. And anytime either one of them has like words of doubt about themselves, they reassure each other. They reassure each other and they push each other to yeah, go further. Yeah. Follow um, your dream, baby. Yeah. 
And then he gets to, you know, later on in the movie after Ryan has been on, uh, Ryan, Seb has been on tour. <laughs> Call him Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on tour for a bit. She's back at home and, you know, they're they're a little bit more domesticated now. Right. Um, and she just doesn't get to see him all that often because he's on tour, baby. wherever he is. Um, is that the vet? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so, like, there's, there's a heartbreaking scene which anyone who's been in a long distance relationship um you can feel it she's walking down the street she's leaving him a voicemail because she hasn't seen him mm-hmm. um and lo and behold she opens the door there he is with a fucking romantic dinner mm-hmm. waiting for her mm-hmm. um look like he had at the brisket or something uh, some some <laughs> some such food um and there's even a souffle in the oven which falls apart and burns kind of like their relationship in this scene because yes, yes. it is the scene where they start to actually talk. Like, they haven't talked in so long. Yeah, He's see. leaving in the morning, but, like, right. you got to talk about something real. It's the right. first time you've seen each other. Yeah. And it's a difficult thing in a relationship where you have to challenge somebody, mm-hmm. and that is not easy. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's making money. You know, a steady job. The steady thing that job. You don't have. <laughs> they're, they're something that they can depend on. He's becoming more respectable. Right. Um. And she sees that his spirit has died. He even looks haggard in right. in that scene. Like his eyes. Like he he, he looks yeah. like he's got um bags under his eyes. He's wearing full black. Like he just doesn't seem like the character he was at the beginning. But also like okay. I'm having a hard time reckoning with this with mm-hmm. this movie because I'm like, a the reality is encroaching too much, right? On the musical, mm-hmm. and I understand like, yeah, the best musicals have like some like sad second third act, where right, 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 right. I, I get that, I get that. Yeah, but the the second the sec the 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 bad the bad the <laughs> the complications of this mm-hmm. musical is like, nigga, everybody has to compromise mm-hmm. to, to 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 get by, like and. It's 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 the fighting of like, I guess it is smart. It's the fighting of like dreams versus reality. Right. Where I'm like, your dream is to be, is to be in like an, an old jazz club. Yeah. Like playing like Charlie Parker, but like John Legend has that great line where he's just like, "How do you expect jazz to live if you don't allow it to grow?" Mm-hmm. Where like this is like the reason it's dying is because of people like you mm-hmm. who refuse to like push it further yeah L- like like the people who love jazz they're old and dying mm-hmm. <laughs> and the people who should be getting into jazz to replace those people yeah are are are, are just seeing it as some like old old folk yeah because like emma stone uh mia she's like i know jazz as the thing you put on in the background Elevate, elevator music, elevator music right. for people to talk over at the dinner party yeah it's not so, and and he's like, and he explains like, no, no, it must be seen live, which, right? Which I, I agree. It, this it, is it, this it is must, it's a thing to be viewed, and and the way he ex- he describes it, he's like, everything is a competition, right? And and, and it's like a, a it's competition, every night. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's a competition among peers where like the drummer's doing one thing, and then yeah. the trumpet hi- the trumpeter hijacks a song, and yes. then they're playing you know, to the trumpet, and, and then the pianist, and it's like the way he talks about yeah. it is like you can understand why right. he's such a traditionalist. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I'm watching that, and I'm like, I too know all this. Yeah. And like, I do, I, I, I do love it. Not as much as him, mm-hmm. obviously, but I love it for the same reasons he loves it. And I'm like, in the early on, he seems like a real asshole about it. Yeah. And uh, like, um, Martin posits it to me when we were watching it, where she's just like, "Hey, we just started dating." 
if I turned around and said, hey, I don't like movies mm-hmm. too much, like how would that affect us? And I'd be like, in all honesty, I'd probably do what he does 100%. and force feed you 100%. Like, the, the 10 best movies I've I, made. Li- listen, <laughs> I was watching it back in 2016 and thinking, yeah, this is me in film. Yeah. You know, and, and, and trying so hard not to come across as much of an asshole as he does. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it is, it's not. Oh, no, we are self-aware people. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's like. I, I had this experience recently where um, I don't I haven't talked about it on the podcast, but I've been meaning to. Ooh, news where on the podcast. well, I I was uh, a friend of mine brought a friend to a, a, you know a social gathering, sure. um, and I didn't. Oh, what, what's that? <laughs> um, it's it's what people do when mics aren't around. Oh, um, write down notes for the next. Part. <laughs> for the, um, but like the the friend that she had brought, never met them before, but she talked about you know how much. I think the friend, my friend said to her, oh, he, he, he's a big movie fan just like you. Mm-hmm. So we had that, you sure. know, common ground. So you like sports? I like sports. We talk sports. Right, right. What is that? Um, uh, friends with benefits? That's, that's where that's Justin, from. Justin Neville? Yeah. No, it, there's a scene where um, his sister is, is making fun of them because they're men talking about sports and that's how right, she right, talks. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm talking to her friend, and I'm just like, oh, you like movies? What movies have you seen? And, and all that stuff. And we start talking about recent films, and Barbie comes up. And she said she didn't even bother to give Barbie a glance. And I was like, well, it's oh. It's not a day. Yeah. Really? Why? Yeah. And she's like, well, just because when I go to watch a movie, I'm, exp- I'm, I'm looking for something deeper I, I don't go to your regular movie that everybody Ho- goes she to. She the Right. And she was just like, you know, the people who make Barbie, they're not making it to say anything. It's just going to be service level. Mm, are they and, and I was like, <laughs> my, my, my one question to her was, do you know who made Barbie? Right. And I know what I meant from that. Yes. How it sounds yes. is fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't no shit. Fucking pleb. You fuck. You ain't no. You don't know what you're talking about. Yes. But in reality, she didn't, because I I know she she doesn't know that Barbie was made by Greta Gerwig, yes. who has previously made films like Little Woman yes. or Lady Bird, yes. um, and that she's regarded highly by the Academy, and yes. she's an indie filmmaker and all that. So. But I also know that there's a cons- there's a conception. She's a movie buff, but she's not as deep in the trenches. Right. So so are. I know there's a conception about Barbie by a lot of people that it's a Barbie movie. Right. It's a movie made about a it's toy. Bubblegum. Right. Fucking pink. Um. So we it got really really heated. Right. So I have no doubt in my mind that the way God, uh, Seb is about jazz, I can be that way. Both of us can be that way right. about film in some instances. We're trying not to, but. Yeah, that was that was difficult because I was like, I am really not trying to insult you. Right. I'm trying to get you to watch Barbie because yeah. I feel like based on what you just said, yes. you will really enjoy this. Yes. I'm trying to share it, yes. which is what he, Seb is doing in this movie about jazz with, with yeah. Mia. And thankfully, he gets her to actually enjoy jazz. Um, but yeah, it can be a difficult line to mm-hmm. walk. Um, but going back to the, the, the compromise, um, at a certain point in the movie they realize that their relationship, as much as they enjoy it, mm-hmm. that is the thing that they compromise on right. as opposed to their dream. They want to f- see right. their dream out right. to the fullest, see where it takes them yeah. before they get to the point where they say, all right, let's just settle and, and enjoy each other and then play jazz records or watch sure. old movies together. Sure. 
you know, they like they're both they've unfortunately met each other when they're at the precipice yes. of their dreams being fulfilled. Yes. Um so like I, I mentioned earlier that one woman show that that uh, Mia wants to do like six people show up. Right. Uh Seb does not show up yeah. because John Legend has him doing a photo shoot right. and it's it's so hilarious cuz it's like he has to do the dumbest fucking face. Mm-hmm. He looks literally he looks like goofy. Got to bite his chin and shit. Um <laughs> And and this is where that that piece of music comes into play again, mm-hmm. where the photographer's just like, "Alright, you're a pianist, play something." Right. So of course he plays the song that's been in his heart. Yes. He plays those few notes, and he has that look on his face, like, "The fuck am I doing?" doing yeah. Because in that mo- like earlier on in the movie, he's like, "I have Mia's thing to go to, but yeah. the photo shoot is here, and I have right. to be here for the band." Right. He chooses the band, misses the one woman show. Yeah. Um, Terrible, according to honest. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> It, that was funny as well yeah. because uh, again I don't know what was real there because like was she actually hearing their commentary yeah, or and here's the thing the whole thing's fake because <laughs> <laughs> um, like they're, they're saying things like don't quit your day job right. um, which I don't know if you've ever been to a one woman or a one person show yeah. sometimes they are just like this person has a really high opinion of themselves yes, that is not you. reflected in the right, talent right. Um, and and this is following like their their dinner um, fight where she's like you know when did you ever care about people's opinions right and he's like what the fuck are you talking about you're an actress yeah <laughs> um, and and you know cue the devastating part where he's like maybe just like me when I was a bum on my ass talking about jazz mm-hmm. uh, and you know now that I'm doing well mm-hmm. you can't see yourself as superior to me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. before he has a chance to walk that back yeah. fucking smoke alarm goes off and she's just mm-hmm. like fuck this I'm out I'm out which was great move on her part, right. um, but yeah, yeah, nigga doesn't come up to your one woman show of which there were only six other people. Right. Left him. You've been hyping him for months, right? Shit. <laughs> um, but then, like that, that recognition of each other's talent comes into play where he finds out that a casting director happened to be there. Mm-hmm drives out to uh, where she is because she's staying with her parents, and then like does not let her let this pass very her by his car very rudely it's like 11 o'clock at night yeah. suburban area right. old people living in this place yeah. and he's honking that horn like he was in yeah. in the rest of the movie but like that i love that where he's just like listen you your whole plan was to do this one woman show yes. get recognized yes. and possibly get put Be onto something movies. else now i get it i didn't show up right but this show was not about me right. this, this is, is a- your dream here is a casting director who showed up to your one-woman yes. show, recognized your talent, yes. wants you to come into an audition, yes. and you have the audacity to tell me no. Right. Right. That I, that that scene I thought was that yeah. was perfect. Yeah. Um, and then she like her audition is heartbreaking. Pretty good. Talking about <laughs> well, Emma Stone, her, good actress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then that that great song here's to to the ones who dream, yeah. which. That has been the anthem of every struggling actress since this movie came out. Um, And then, yeah, they're like, we got a split. And then movie does a time jump. He's got his club. She's this great actress. Got her hubby and With a husband and a child. Their movie posters are all over the town. He has to walk past her movie posters to to get get to work. Um, And then Damien Chazelle, fucking sadist that he is says oh did you fall in love with mia and sebastian mm-hmm. did you want them to make it right 
Well, they didn't. But yeah. what I'm going to do is... Show you what if they did. I'm going to show you exactly what would have happened. Much like Mike Myers and Wayne's world are like, mm, too sad, let's do the happy ending. <laughs> but then they don't do the happy ending. <laughs> They're just like, did you enjoy that? Did you? Too fucking bad. Right, They're yeah. going their separate ways. Right. But it's like he... he and it is beautiful five-minute, like, montage yeah they, they go back to each location in the movie it's like everything and they do like if he had just done this right if he had just done this yeah, yeah. and th- what i read that as is like i read it really harshly because i just thought like if he follows his dream mm-hmm. they end up breaking up right if he pauses his dream to elevate her dream yeah things work out great mm-hmm. and i thought like Okay, that's interesting because it's, it's just like he's pause like pause your dream. Your dream won't make it. Her dream is 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 so the, I, the, hap- the the happier ending, but also like if he continues this move this music job, mm-hmm. I'm reading this deeply um, capitalistic because like the movie is showing the reality of things. Mm-hmm. And I was like. If you tough this out for like two years, mm-hmm. you can get your club. Yeah. Not only can you get your club, you can you can support her until she finishes her right. play. Yeah. And think like both of your dreams can work out based on the steady pay yeah. that that you're making. Yeah. An actress job is a crapshoot by right. and large. Right. Until you are like famous, famous. Right. So as as having like a really difficult time, just like buying yeah. that but then mm. the dream dream montage mm-hmm. basically when they catch each other's eye in the end and this like lovely five minute sequence happens and when they revisit everything and she eventually gets this a job club is Paris. popping off by oh, the way the, the club's doing great bro. so many people in that yeah, room yeah, yeah. like and, and uh, the one the part that um broke me from reality the most was like how are they able to find such good seats if this club is popping <laughs> like that table is just there yeah, they just pulled up and it's right yeah. um but like yeah like it's, it's like well, she like moves to France. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I, 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 I guess you can play music in France. Mm-hmm. It's jazz is popular there. Yeah, <laughs> you can be fine. He's, he's playing. They, they, don't, they don't really show his. They, they show. Yeah. They show him giving up his dream to elevate hers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, isn't it better that they both find a way for their dream to work? Like I, I was kind of taken aback by that ending. As lovely as it is, yeah, I did read it as like he gives up to support her so so it's like i the the sequence that i read it was like there's the moment when they're doing the five minute montage of the whole movie mm-hmm. and there's a point where john legend walks up and they're just like fuck off and he, and he turns right back around right. because making that decision um r- like pragmatically staying in the band for two years and then making your club yeah. would have been the move mm-hmm. but what happens is he he doesn't like there there is that point at the dinner scene where he's like he's putting away the the mm-hmm. the club dream he's fully intent on just staying in the band yeah. um so like he if if they do not break up at the point that they do in the movie when she does the mm-hmm. the audition then he would have just stayed in that band and that club would not have been made right. um when they do the 5 minute sequence though at the end um she she her one woman show blows up right. um uh i i he when they go to paris for the film um after her audition goes well they go to paris for the film he's a dream sequence right in the dream sequence he's playing at the you, you know the clubs in paris yeah um so the same way you're talking about that steady paycheck 
of the band yeah. fueling her acting yes. dig- realistically. What I'm thinking, what happened in the five in in the dream sequence was her acting took off so well they could have just bought the property for the club, I right? Um, so like I didn't I didn't see it as um, in the dream sequence. Oh, she gets everything she wants and he just has to compromise because I think the whole thing is like, what if things had just worked out perfectly? Right. Because that's what his dream is owning that club in America. Yeah, and it seems well, like his dream his. Th- what happens is she has to move around to and fro. Right. And he just plays clubs at wherever they go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because when she's at the end of the movie as an established actress, she seems to be back in LA. Yeah, yeah. And, and doing films yeah, there. Yeah. So, um, and you know, uh, I suppose in in those times, uh, I guess he would have gone with her, and then the club would have just been like back in a few months. Um, I it's a five no, minute. It's, 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 it's still the the the, the tapas ensemble, right? <laughs> or whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll just let them come back in for a few months <laughs> right. to hold down the fort. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, it was, it was right at the end of the movie. Um, after that five minute dream sequence, like I said, it's that piano piece that he's been playing throughout the film. Yeah, and he finally has the whole song, yeah. and and t- that was he takes one look at her in the audience they don't exchange words it's just a, it's just a look and then he starts playing it and he's, and that to me was like i finished it yeah i'm gonna show it to you right. i wouldn't have played this if you didn't walk in right, right, and right. i'm gonna show it to you and right. then they, they have the whole thing they go through all the, the all the different themes from the movie are mm-hmm, playing in mm-hmm. um and then it's 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 beautiful i'll yeah. give it that yeah <laughs> like i did really enjoy this yeah and well, and i love it more because it is complete artifice all of a yeah. sudden yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um but after that scene, they look at each other again, and she is walking out with her husband, and she yeah, turns so one back mo- one last yeah. time to look at him, and Ryan Gosling goes from stone-faced to slight smile yes. to, like, contempt. Like, they're, they're, they're both <laughs> not contempt. Content. They're both content yes. with, with their lives, and they're just happy to see each other doing well, and right. it's like, we made it, and, and they say it's early in the movie, like, they'll always love each other. Um and then cut cut to literal credits the yeah. end pops up yeah. and Brittany turns to me and says why would you make me watch something so devastating yes, yes. <laughs> because yeah. like I, I say greatest love story of all time mm. a, a la our title um, but in fact sometimes love doesn't always work out <laughs> it's, it, well it's like sometimes love does not mean forever being with the person right they i think they still held love oh, for I'm each not other Damon. I, I, I agree love yeah. can be in many facets and it, and it was such a strong love but i agree with your wife and that she's like fuck you it is devastating <laughs> no but it's, it's it's such a strong love in that like i said earlier they see each other mm-hmm. and they're able to know i love you but i'm not good for you right now and right. they make that decision and right. it, it works out to be the best for the two of them um and yeah just to wrap it all up um again John Legend does a Paya Khan. Sure. Um, crushing it, bro. Crushing it. Um, like, the, Brittany was fading into sleep and she's just like, John Legend? Just Deacon's husband. Yeah. And, and yeah, so they're they're great in it together. Um, I just want to talk about this movie's record for a second. Sure. Uh, six Oscars. Oh, um, I, I can't believe we didn't mention it, but uh, the song's really good. Really good. I enjoy the yeah. song. So yeah. I'll give it a last. You said, so you said City of Stars. City of Stars. Is amazing. your favorite. I haven't, I haven't stopped 
Yeah. I was just three days ago. I haven't stopped in your tapping. Head. Yeah. Or, yeah, last week. Whatever. If anything, I just wanted you to appreciate the music in it because it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved, uh, um, what is it? Um, someone in the crowd. Uh, I just love mm-hmm. when, when a song like, it, it, it goes really slow and then it, it ramps up again. Like mm-hmm. I, that's, that's, I love that in, in music. Uh, but no, winner for Best Actress for Emma Stone. Um, mm-hmm. uh, best Achievement in Cinematography for Linus Sandgren. D- deserved. Is a deserved. Um, best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures <laughs> Original sure, Score. Why not? Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, Justin, yeah, th- so he got Best Score, Justin Hurwitz. Uh, what else? The Original Song, it, it won for City of Scars. There we go. Uh, stars, not City of Scars. Uh, Different movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and an Oscar for Best Achievement in Production Design for David Wasco and Sandy Reynolds mm-hmm. Wasco. Oh, the Wascos. Wasco's. Uh, and winner for Best Director uh, at 32 years yeah. and 38 days yeah. of age, yeah. Damien Chazelle became the youngest, right youngest winner for Best Director. Yeah. By the way, I was lying earlier. Apparently, it is Damien. And thus oh, wow, 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 wow. I hate him. Oh, well, do I have to start with an episode? I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Damien. Um, it's really yeah. ruined your day. You know what? I'll choose another movie just on that. Right. Let's do another hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, If it wasn't for racism, mm-hmm. um, youngest director should have gone to either John Singleton for Boys in the Hood mm. or Spike Lee for Do the Right Thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, everyone even at the time were yeah. opening like it's because you guys are racist right yeah. that's why you're not giving them this award <laughs> like but like like as far as like boys in the hood go like one of the best debuts of all time and yeah. you're like no this is incredible he just a invented a genre yeah and b like he needs to be recognized this is his first fucking film yeah and in do the right thing people are just like this is a stone cold american classic this tells the most honest facet yeah. of, of racism we've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, this is this is art. This is yeah. literal art and you fuckers. And isn't it funny <laughs> isn't it funny that youngest director goes to the guy who made the movie about white people about loving white jazz. Loving jazz? <laughs> yeah. The Academy baby. Um but he he's had a rocky time right. since La La Land. Yeah, not only like and the worst part of that all we had Babylon on our list last we year did. to do. I didn't and we watch threw it. Threw him in the fucking gutter. Yeah, God. It's been it's been because Babylon was 2022. We were gonna give it a chance yeah. at the end of last year. Right, make it all over. Holidays just took over the schedule. Yep. We yep. couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Um, but everyone who watches Babylon, yeah. loves it. Sure, it made like five million dollars. Yep. It was nominated for three Oscars, which is a far cry. Yes. from La La Land's yes. um um pedigree, um. But that's like Margot Robbie, uh, Brad Pitt, Toby's, to- Toby Maguire's, Toby Maguire. Um, like it's a star-studded thing that just nobody cared. Yeah. Um, Whiffed. Yeah. So I I do intend to watch it one day. But it's interesting because he apparently has written another musical. Okay. And it's gonna be directed by Matthew Vaughn. What? The guy from Kingsman. And Why? I don't know. And give Damon's good at musicals. I give don't him he, the musical. Like, let him do it. But uh, he's in director jail, jail. I suppose. Um, like, when I look at... So, his... his well, Babylon was what? 2022. End of 2022. The budget, like, 100, 150. And then it just didn't get our fucking... I, n- I know we did this on or last year's or year before it's Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So, it's a thing. Here's the thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's a three-hour... Uh, movie yes. about old Hollywood, yes. but like not as 
flowery as yeah. as um la la land right also covid was still kind of sure, a thing theater sure, wise sure. um budget it made 63 million dollars budget was 80 million so it didn't oh, meet it right, even right. yeah um so it's unfortunate i think because i think he has genuine talent and he has a such he's, a he's good i'll give him that he has a love for the format yeah um and the fact the, the way he's able to incorporate music even in something like whiplash which is not a musical yeah but the fucking intensity of those drumming scenes right. it's I, not a musical but it has one of the best musical sequences <laughs> that ending yeah i used to drive to that song alone yep. whenever i need to get somewhere fast yep. um but yeah, I, I hope for good things for Mr. Chazelle uh, later on in life. Not Mr. Damien. <laughs> I ain't calling him that. I don't recognize that spelling. Okay. I call him Mr. Chazelle and he's, okay. he'd be lucky to have that. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did this episode so you, am, could, you could find out that heart-crushing realization. Well, I'm glad we did this episode so that you could watch La La Land and, yeah. and maybe not love and, it. And my thoughts are the same as I told you two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, you like the music. You got City of Stars in your head. City That's good stars. enough for me. Really good. Yeah. I, like, it's, it's like good. It's a good soundtrack. Yeah. The musical had a good songs. Yeah. Imagine Surprise, that. surprise. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Grace Love Stories yeah. Part 2. Go give, go kiss your partner right on the mouth right now. Yeah, do it. Yeah. But not in the way Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone did it where like on the first date he tried to smooch. Like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Come on. You got to hold hands for like three months before you smooch. Everybody knows that. I mean. You can't just hold hand and go for the smooch. Three it's, months? It's, uh, you know, three you know, months of hand holding? Three months of hand holding. Like a good Christian children. Yeah. There's a great scene like when they're inching towards each other to have the hand yeah. holding in the movie theater. Yeah. That and he goes right for the smooch. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Can't do that, baby. The, the the best time to date is when you're going to the fucking movies right. and it's dark and you can just under the cover of that darkness you right. can you just physically indicate to each oh, other. Oh, Damon was like, uh, I thought he was gonna do a fingering motion. No, I'm doing a hand holding motion because it's okay. sweet. Okay, it, that's a time. Wait of three months and then do the time fingering. fingering. Yeah, I, right. we should do an episode on. Well, I don't know if this is for you too. We should do an episode on. Um, movies that i went to with like girlfriends as a teenager okay just to like make out with them because mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm not interested in the movie i just need yeah, a dark room uh, uh abraham lincoln vampire hunter really that was a hundred percent it yeah mm-hmm. uh ice cubes are we there yet <laughs> <laughs> you went to a kid's movie oh man you see the thing with I was, me I was, I was like 16 17 was well like, well when i was so there was this there was this uh britney better not listen to this one yeah. um she doesn't listen to the show no she doesn't which is good because sometimes i say things like this but there was right. a time period where britney and i were not together and there was this one girl uh who i hey uh, not the brit right oh uh, i don't do that <laughs> fucking heart attack just now <laughs> there's this girl that exclusively we just went to movies for like a summer um, and then she had to move away, which sucked. But, right. you know, um, we went to Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. We right. went to uh, Snow White and the Huntsman, sure. the the Kristen Stewart one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Old Dogs, too. It's Yeah. That, that's, that's my. <laughs> so it was just like just movies that sh- neither of us really cared about. Yeah. And it was just like, I in remember. Dark Room, too. I didn't. There was, horny. I, I mean, there was that, but it was also like, it was at one time at Intermission. Right. Where we were making out, right. and and when the the lights started to dim, right. and there was you go into the middle corner like I do too. 
No, unfortunately. Prime, prime real estate for me. Yeah, it, I probably should have because I was in dead center. No, no, and you got to go into the corner. I should have because there was, there was a guy when the lights for were all, dimming. For all of our, 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 our young romantics listening, if you want to go to movie theater yeah. to, to finger and or kiss your, your, your beloved, <laughs> um, you go get there early and you go to the middle section, way in the corner, nobody can see you. Yeah, nobody's uh, paying attention to yeah. you. You're, you're Fondle out, to your heart. You're in everybody's blind spot. Yeah. But so like we were in the dead center and then the lights started to go down and the movie starting back we've been making out during intermission which right. is the worst time to do it because all the lights are on yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a guy like three or four rows behind us right. being like you guys can stop now the movie's gonna start yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that was, yeah, that was yeah. not, not shout out to him though that's a good bit that's yeah good. everybody laughed yeah, probably yeah. the best good, part of the good, movie good for him yeah for him. um so yeah those are good times there's yeah. certain movies yeah. where you just that's what it's for yeah. and that's what the movies are for and that's why cinema's dying because young kids just not, not his finger anymore they're not making out man oh, they kids, ain't doing it kids what is wrong with you they want sexless films oh, and they're not going incels, to the movies uh, incels are ruining the movie business yeah alright well we'll talk to you next time yeah what's a great way to end our Valentine's episode um Next week, we are probably going to be talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bob. That's true. Uh, because that's a big movie for us. I don't know if anybody listening realizes, but uh, we're from Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I've been clear. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, when I said Gala Demon, that's why. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where it's we're a from. Famous Jamaican saying. Yeah. Uh, it's in the Bible, actually. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, uh, Lilith. <laughs> <laughs> good pull. Very good. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about Mr. Bob Marley because yeah. uh, that movie has come out. Yeah, it's um, a, a One Love, I believe it's called. One Love, One Heart. Let's get together and feel all right. Sure. Uh, you can get together with us on the socials. You can find me at Damien Michael Movies on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Bam. Uh, Flat Bammy on Twitter and Instabam was taken on, guess what, the Instagram. Look at that. Look at there, there you go. Uh, I hope you guys go and watch One Love because uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. And movie. you know what? If you... If it makes a billion dollars, they're going to start looking at all the other Jamaicans who could be... Yellow man, move it. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) And then we'll have more premieres in Kingston and I can go to more of them. So let's get that going. Let's let's make this new... Let's get that cartel movie going, guys. Bro, the cartel movie. Go hard. Mm. Going hard. Who, who you want to play cartel? Uh, some nigga. I don't <laughs> <laughs> you want the unknown, right? The unknown. Yeah, give, give me an unknown actor. Right. Yeah. As long as he's Trinidad Barbadian. It needs to be like <laughs> a legal drama. It needs to be about <laughs> the lizard case. Yeah, and then they they cut they cut back to like the murders. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. definitely. Sweet. All right, I'm into it. We'll see you next time. Yeah, bye bye. Cartel should play himself of all ages. <laughs> cartel now. Black and white. Cartel. Yes. <laughs> And he has to put on blackface, you know, and there's gonna be a lot of controversy. Yeah. Old cartel should play young cartel. Hell yeah. yeah. Adija. <laughs> <laughs>